Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. In the living room of Ben Calvert's luxurious home in Wakefield, Jesse Calvert and Kit Mead, Ben's daughter, sat facing each other in the comfortable love seats on either side of the fireplace. Jesse was busily knitting, an occupation which left her eyes free to wander about the room and to observe with merciless penetration the signs of Kit's nervousness. She watched the younger woman's frightened expression, saw the fear which Kit was attempting unsuccessfully to hide. In the study adjoining, George Farnsworth, Ben Calvert's Chicago lawyer, was conferring with Ben. Perhaps, Jesse thought, that was the reason for Kit's evident nervousness. Perhaps she was thinking of the impending divorce. But Jesse Calvert was wrong. Kit was dominated by only one thought tonight, the thought of Lisa Fenner, and the terrible possibility that Lisa had told everything to Aunt Mary, the truth about the child which Kit had pretended was her own. Now Jesse looks around, across to Ben's daughter, as she says brightly, Well, Ben and Mr. Farnsworth seem to be having quite a little session in there. Shouldn't you have joined them, Kit? After all, it is your divorce. Dad's capable of handling it well enough without me. Of course he is. And it's certainly like Ben to want to manage the whole thing himself. I must say, Kit, I have to admire you for being so patient with your father. Giving in to him as you've done all your life. I've held my own. Oh, I suppose you have, but if it were me, well, I have my personal dignity as a woman, and your father's habit of walking roughshod over anything that comes in his way irks me sometimes. Well, if you feel so downtrodden, Jesse, you ought to direct your complaint to Dad. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I'm aware of that, kid. We're simply making conversation. You've been sitting there like a bump on a log. Did you expect me to entertain you? Well, there's no sense now sitting here like a couple of strangers on a bus. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not in a chatty mood. So I gather. I'm rather surprised at you, kid. Surprised? Yes. I had no idea this divorce was going to affect you the way it seems to. Personally, I felt a long time ago you were resigned to it. You would have given in if Ben hadn't opposed it. You seem to have given the matter considerable thought. Well, I couldn't help noticing what goes on right under my nose. Oh, no. Especially when you hope to uncover something in the line of gossip. You should have been a society reporter, Jesse. I think you would have been a great success. Thank you. I think so myself. Or maybe one of those sob sister columnists. The human angle. That might be more like it. As a matter of fact, I am interested in people's reactions. For example, you. Puzzled me all along why you were so anxious to avoid the divorce seemed out of character. I never would have expected you to be the sort of woman who clings to a man who doesn't want her. Well, Jessie, live and learn. No, really, Kit. And then Bill's attitude seemed odd, too. By the way, how did he take the news? About the divorce? I should think he would have been surprised after all this time. He didn't exactly burst into tears. No, I expect not. What did he say about the baby, Kit? I don't know why I'm telling you all this, Jesse, except I'm too weary to fend you off. So if it'll make you any happier, 
Bill's still determined to fight for custody of the baby. He is? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, but Jesse, that ought to be right up your alley. Don't you understand? Fatherly devotion, all that sort of thing? Fatherly devotion, yes. That's all very fine, but Bill's in no position to... Well, you'd think he'd know when he was well off. Maybe his ideas and yours differ as to what constitutes being well off. Doubtless. Still, it ought to be perfectly clear to him that he can't hope to win custody of the child. Why would he want to burden him? You'll have to ask Bill that. I'm sure I don't know. All I do know is he's quite definite on the subject. Really? People are so funny. Here's Bill, who made such a to-do about wanting a divorce, presumably to get his freedom. Now, all prepared to give it up if he should get custody of the child. And you... Yes, Jesse? What about me? Well, frankly, Kit, even though I do feel a child that age belongs to his mother, in your case, it isn't logical. Because I don't think you actually care for the baby as a mother should. For a childless woman, you certainly have a lot of theories about motherhood and fatherhood. But I wouldn't upset them for the world. Just you go ahead and think what you like. I'm much too tired to argue. My goodness, you are feeling low tonight. But it's probably just temporary. Once the divorce is over... You right. seem to be under the impression that's going to solve everybody's problem. Mine, Bill's... Well, it may not solve them completely, but it ought to go a long way. You'll have your freedom then? Probably remarry? Oh, my, yes. Wakefield so overpopulated with eligible bachelors, all eager to marry a woman with a small infant. They might be interested in marrying Ben Calvert's daughter, infant or no. <laughs> You're surely not implying that I might be married for my money. Or rather, Dad's money. Why not? Besides, you never lack for admirers. Men like Paul Cromwell. It seems to me, Jesse, that Paul Cromwell's name crops up in my conversations with you a lot lately. What are you trying to build up? Why, nothing. Just that I know he used to have a great crush on you. Well, if he did, he's gotten over it bravely. What makes you so sure? You haven't seen him lately, have you, kid? Of course not. When would I have? Good heavens, I don't know. People do come to Wakefield sometimes. My, it does seem a long time since Paul was around. How long has it been, Kit, since you saw him? For your information, Jesse, I haven't seen Paul since he was staying at Camp Downing more than a year ago. I know you're dying to get me out of the house, but I'm afraid you can't count on Paul Cromwell as the answer. Oh, Ben. Kit. Yes, Dan? You'd better go on in and talk to Farnsworth. Well, can't you take care of it, Dad? Why do he I... He has to question you, find out how things stand. After all, you'll have to testify. Yes, I know, but do we have to go through a dress rehearsal now? That's not the idea. But he does have to decide on what ground you're to use, all that sort of thing. Now, run along. He's waiting. Oh, all right. Oh, and uh, be pleasant to him. He's one of the best attorneys in Chicago. Handles nothing but big cases. And he's used to being treated with respect. Don't worry, I'm not going to insult the man. Just the whole thing, I... No, nah, never mind. You just do as I say. Oh, oh, I don't envy that man. Trying to get any help from her tonight. What's the matter with her? I don't know what's ailing her. She's in one of her moods. Doesn't say much. Well, it'll all be over pretty soon. She'll feel better when it's settled. I hate to see Bill get by with this, but... If that's how Kit wants it, might as well do it her way. That's unusually considerate of you, Ben. I do hope you're right about Kit feeling better when it's over. I'm not so sure myself. Why not? 
You know how she's been fretting over this thing. Mm, yes, but uh, I have a feeling there's more to it. Somehow she acts as if she's frightened about something. Frightened? Nonsense. She's got nothing to be afraid of. Well, I know that's the way it looks. And yet my intuition... Oh, so... you and your intuitions. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, it'll be a relief to me having the house settle down to normal again. Oh, it seems as if we've been in a turmoil for months. And now bringing down this expensive lawyer. I don't see why a local man wouldn't have done just as well, just for a simple little divorce. You may be right. But the fact is, Jesse, that that's not the only reason I wanted to see Farnsworth. No? I had something else, uh, something of great importance to discuss with him. Financial matter. Financial, then? Business? No, I just don't believe in leaving things to chance. And you never can tell what's going to happen. Of course not, but I don't see... Jesse, you might as well know. I have a grandson now. And that means that I've decided to change my will. Jesse Calvert didn't reply to Ben's statement. That Ben might change his will was something she'd long hoped for, schemed for. However, she wanted it changed in a manner far different from the one he'd implied. She'd managed to marry Ben, but little good had it done her, with Kit in the house. And now Kit's child was to become another threat to her security. Unless, unless she could manage to do something to get the baby out of the house. If only Bill Meade were to get custody of the baby. If only she knew something which might help him. <laughs> 